0: i am so grateful i was born in the usa but i am so grateful to live in europe but i wouldn't want to grow up in europe europe is a place for you to enjoy life not to make life back in bold okay today i'm gonna do a little reaction to mr drew binsky a legend in the travel space he's more of a happy go fast type traveler but Very good content, good dude. I've seen many of his videos. He's going to go through the differences between Europe and America, the Europeans and the Americans. Um, I think I have a decent background to speak on it because uh, I lived in Denmark, Poland, Italy a couple years. I've probably been to 100 cities in Europe. I grew up in the United States. I lived in two states and probably seen 30, 35 states Uh, I think the difference is, too, I've done it at a young age, so a lot of you old geezers out there who have done uh, similar things, I think a lot has changed, okay? So, I think my perspective uh, will bring good lights. I'm going to piss off uh, both sides, I think, but this is from my perception. This is what I've seen, what I've lived, so let's start it off. Drew Binsky.
1: The USA and Europe are similar in size, population, standard of living, and lifestyle. But as an American myself, after spending more than one year of my life in Europe and visiting every single country on the continent, there are some major cultural differences that need to be addressed. Bonjour! Disclaimer. I know it's impossible.
0: I think it's an interesting point, too. Like, the size and the population is very similar between uh, USA and Europe. I mean, the fascinating part about Europe, and this is cliche, but it's so many different cultures packed together, right? So you can take a train and you're in a whole different place with ancient history they speak different languages and obviously united states there is uh differences of course from the north to the south to the west to the east we have many different culture groups so you can't lump europe obviously into one or the usa into one more so the usa i think you can than than europe but uh yeah i think he's just gonna go over the generalizations which is great
1: possible to group Europe
0: into one another thing is too He said he's he only lived one year in Europe I think he went to school study abroad in the Czech Republic and then like I said he's a fast traveler that dude's seen every country um in the world and I don't know to me that's tough I don't think you really get the the full immersion I like to do the more slow traveling I like to you know meet the locals do the local thing not just see the The main tourist attractions but I still think obviously it's unreal what he's done and he's seen so much and he obviously has a big big grasp about uh perception around the world and cultures and and so forth I like Drew I think he's a good dude he's he's not like I'm more I like to be more real and I like more the Kurt Kaz types or even bald and bankrupt I think that was pretty cool hopefully he keeps making videos but Drew for like the mainstream travel audience I think he's you know, one of the top dogs. Maybe that one guy that did all those books, um, Rick Grime. No, he did. Uh, I'll put it up here. He's some famous old dude that has like, uh, you know, travel things everywhere. And he did really good, too.
1: Category. So these are general realizations that may not exist in every European country. Here are 18 cultural differences that Europe has over the USA. Suck bourgeois <laughs> and One, pay to use public toilets. It's not free to pee or do your business in public. You have to pay usually one euro to use the bathroom, even if it's just to wash your hands. 2. Water is not free. When you order water in a restaurant, it usually comes in a tiny glass bottle and costs two to five euros. They love sparkling water too, so make sure to tell them you want still water. Can I get a still water please? Travel tip. Carry around an empty water bottle and fill it up in sinks or public fountains. It's all purified. 3.
0: Okay. Yeah. Very good points. Um, I found a lot of free bathrooms. I think many of the pay to play ones are um, in touristic areas, but even like uh, in uh, Italian city centers, I go up and I'd be like, Hey, I have no change. Like, oh, Just go in and go on, you know, I'd say, Hey, ciao, ciao. And try to act like you're, you know, not just a you know, tourist, but uh, the worst is the train station. No, I pay for a ticket, and then before I get on the train, if I want to use the bathroom, I got to uh, pay to do that, like a euro. I mean, that's ridiculous to me. And then right when you get on the train, there's free bathrooms. So um, I think uh, even some restaurants, like if you're nice, they'll let you pop in there quick. And But it's definitely not as uh, friendly as the United States where you can find free public uh, bathrooms anywhere. The water, okay, first of all, sparkling water has changed my life. Um, besides alcohol, that's the only drink. I drink, I don't drink no soda pop, uh, like anything, like it's sparkling water just quenches everything for me. Um, I I got that from Europe, but it's getting more popular in the States. You know what I mean? So I think uh, that is interesting. He has got a really good point carrying one of those water bottles around if you're doing some touristic stuff, because a lot of uh, uh, cities have free fountains and the water is drinkable, right? It's uh, most countries in Europe, Water is drinkable. There's still some that don't have it, um, especially where I am now in Albania and the Balkans and some more underdeveloped places. But uh, yeah, I pretty much agree with those points.
1: Every city has history. In America, we don't have much to talk about before the 17th century. In Europe, some castles are 500 years older than the U.S. even became a country. Four, they drive less. Public transportation is everywhere and efficient in Europe, and most cities are pedestrian and bike friendly. There's really no need for a car, and gas is too expensive anyways. Five, ports are not a family affair. In the-
0: okay, so the first one, the history thing, is obviously the cliche for the American, like, oh, this building's older than my country, and... I love it. I, I love history. I think it's fascinating. I think when you grow up into it, you don't take it. When you grow up with it, you don't take uh, it in as much as I noticed. Many locals were, you know, not obviously as excited about it or thought it was super interesting like me. But uh, I mean, me personally, I think it's amazing. That's why I like to stay in Europe is because um, everywhere I go, you know, there's stories here and the great people that came there and oh, they did things that way then and. I just find history super fascinating. So yes, every European city has a crazy amount of history. Transportation. This is a big one, right? I don't have a car in Europe and I don't like having a car. It's nice. You don't have to pay for insurance. don't have to worry about parking. Um, The differences are the transportation is safe. Okay. United States, the crazy people use the, the transportations or if they're down on their luck and you know, they're, you know, whatnot. But I mean, your perception of public transportation is not the uh, the best of society right so everyone has a car and plus everything is 10 times more spread out in the united states so you need the car and the car represents some freedom and the country was built off the car industry basically to create the suburbs so Yes, the European transportation is good, but still, it sometimes it uh, it misses. You're, on, you're depending on someone else too, right? So you have to look at the bus schedule. You have to look at the train thing. Then you have to time your day around it. And sometimes it's late and sometimes it's not. It's very affordable for the most part. I'm big into the trains. I like taking the train. Uh, the bus is a different story. But Scandinavia was amazing. Their buses were clean. They were always on time. Um, Italy not as is great down in the south, not as great, but very cheap. And for the most part, it gets the job done, right? I'm a big proponent of the bolts, the Ubers, and any of those other applications. The scooter, you uh you know, you rent the little scooter with the app. That stuff is fantastic. Unfortunately, um, a lot of countries have that uh, mafia that owns the taxis, so they're not gonna give up uh, that easy taxi life because. I mean, it's a whole different ball game when you can use the Bolt or the Uber compared to the taxi. You know what you're gonna pay. Normally, it's cheaper. You don't have to deal with some crooked taxi driver trying to, you know, take all the tourist money. I got a big problem with taxi drivers. I do. So if you're a good taxi driver, I mean, you know, it sucks that a lot of people, you know, make you guys look super bad. I tried not taking taxis no matter what because I don't like dealing with you guys. It just is what it is. So the transportation thing. Is just different, right? I wish it was in the USA, but the USA is way different. Um, I do think there's something very important about the freedom of a car, the personal independence of a car, but it also on the flip end, you know, that's another, if you have a car payment, $700 with insurance, maybe a month. Um, there's just a lot more expenses. I can't stand dealing with parking. So that topic is interesting. But me, I mean, if I live in a city that is, you know, tight knit and public transportation works and it's safe. I think it's fantastic, right? I would like for Bolt to be there or Uber to be there, but then I also see the flip end of the freedom I did have when I had a car in the United States, so.
1: In the States, we pregame and drink beers and tailgate for sports games with our families and friends. In Europe, sports aren't such big events, except for soccer, which they love. Six, smaller food portions. This is the size of a normal meal in Europe, and this is a standard Coke. Also, ketchup is not free and comes in glass bottles. Seriously? seven
0: (laughs) the sports thing i mean soccer's a religion in europe there's no question about that every other sport is not as popular in some countries like a handball is you know popular hockey in the north or but it's nothing like soccer you know football or whatever That, that is you know god's that's like the the religion now in europe you know a lot of them went away from religion it's gotten more like uh um I don't know I don't know if I should said atheist but more just away from religion in general besides the Muslims the Islam the Muslims that came in here they practice it hard but uh, it is unfortunate man because I think uh, the sport helps develop people especially as children gives you the discipline gives you the work out be fit uh, how to work with the team how to take orders from uh, the coach um, you know I think sport is very important I think that's why it has developed like a, you know, a very robust and healthy economy in the United States because you know, lots of the great athletes or the people that went to college became you know, the good salesmen, the CEOs, the you know, real estate people, the people that go out there and know what it takes to, to handle adversity. They have discipline. They work hard. They can work with other people. They're in shape. So it is kind of sad that Europe uh, neglects that. Now they more so focus on the academics and other things, which has its benefits as well. But I think that, uh, you know, you need both the body and the brain. Right. Some Greek guy said that, like, uh, you can't just be a smart dude. Like it, it all goes uh, together. Right. And uh, I think the USA education is a different story, but the USA does a fantastic job with ingraining uh, sport into people at a young age. And like in, in Europe, you need to go on club teams. Do, do sport. There's not necessarily many uh, universities or high schools that have sports teams or anything like it's all on your own, basically. Right. And that obviously detracts, tears many people because they have to go out of their way. You know, their classmates aren't doing it, their classmates are drinking, you know, I'm partying when they're 14, 15. And you now that I'm doing sports on the weekends and no one even cares, like, what does the future look like? And then, like, oh, why not I just go have fun with my buddies instead of like in the United States where it's like, no, you do sport like that's cool. You know, that's where the cool kids are and the jocks. Right. And you can't drink or you're going to get, um, you know, penalties. And it's just it's a really good thing, especially for a dude to grow up in, you know, sport. It gives it so, so many life benefits. I'm so grateful for it. And so it's sad that uh, the Euros don't necessarily do that. What was the other one? Oh, food sizes. Yeah. There's no question that European food is a hundred times better. I think and more healthier the United States. I think uh, the Americans are being poisoned by whatever the hell is put into our food. Uh, when I first moved to Denmark, I lost like 30 pounds and I thought I ate more in, uh, Denmark. So the, the healthiness and, the the non-processed and sugar and all that crap is out of here. And yes, the, the portion size are smaller, but they do like a lot more stuff, right? You have like five courses, right? So I still think you, you eat a ton, but it's definitely not, you know, like you go to Texas Roadhouse or, you know, a normal restaurant in USA, which is monster food. And I like that because um, I normally only eat like one meal a day. You know, if I'm having a late dinner with friends, then maybe I'll do the dinner. But I like to eat just one huge meal, do the little intermittent fasting. But food culture, too. Food's a religion in the South, especially. Italy, oh, my God. It was that, – that was how you do things. If you didn't do it like great-great-grandmother, it's wrong. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, how they prepare preparation and – it is, uh, it is amazing, though, and you start diving into it, and I, I love it. Like, I, I started cooking myself, especially during that uh, quarantine thing when I was in Italy, and uh, it's, it's amazing, food, the food culture in Europe.
1: Cigarettes are fashionable. They aren't so looked down upon among Europeans, either. I guess they don't have the D.A.R.E. program in Europe. In other words, smoking equals cool. Eight, they dress nicer. They don't just throw on basketball shorts, a university t shirt, and sandals. Sup, dude? They always dress to impress. <laughs> and about those haircuts. Nine, they can speak.
0: Okay, yeah, two good points here. Way more smoking in Europe. But the crazy part is a lot of them, it seems, live longer than Americans. Um, I think they did something with, with the average uh, age of death, and it was actually quite similar. Maybe this is a couple of years ago, but. I don't know. When I started seeing, you know, old uh, grandpas in suits, so that's the next point. Um, walking to the bus station, smoking cigarettes. I'm like, damn, have I been lied to? Are the are the cigarettes that bad for you? But uh, yeah, so many young people smoke. Um, a lot of them are. have switched to Icos, You know, not the e-cigarette, but the other one. And uh, they a lot of them roll it too. So I think rolling your own tobacco is definitely better for you than getting uh, the the cigarettes with the the filter and from the big companies but uh, I mean yeah I don't think tobacco is good for you I mean I was a big cigar smoker in the USA and then it went to Cigarellos and then uh, my time in Italy I started smoking some cigarettes you know it's amazing with a drink but I don't recommend it don't start it and it is fascinating though how much people really do smoke over here compared to United States like United States it's looked down upon like you're a weirdo you're a you're a, a druggy, you're a outcast, right? But in Europe, everyone does, which is, you know, pretty crazy. Um, dress nice. Oh, I, I, so much appreciate it. Obviously, growing up in the United States, I used to think, you know, those fashion events and uh, all the fashion people were freaking crazy, and this is the dumbest thing ever. And, but I've developed a great appreciation for fashion, for how you present yourself, for the certain type of clothing, you know, how it fits, uh, just how you, yeah, present yourself to the world, your style. The Euros do a fantastic job, but I think the American influence of street wear is taking over. Um, I see more Jordans in Europe than I did in the United States. Um, I see, like, uh, you know, how the Californians kind of dress is like taken over here, or that, you know, the baggy clothes that the Americans started bringing back, like the 90s, is so popular over here. And it's like, you know, I still see like the older people like dress really nice especially in Italy it's just beautiful to see like they care about their you know how they look and you know the way they're they're, they're dressed but yeah I think fashion overall is way better um, in Europe but they're copying a lot of American things the Americans still you know create a lot of trends and uh, another interesting thing is relating back to fashion designers and uh, you know those fashion shows that look like this is like a crazy world I thought the same thing, and then uh, I saw a lovely little uh, Italian girl in, in Italy, and she was taking um, fashion history classes and designer stuff or whatnot, and she kind of schooled me on what it's really about, and how it's a reflection of culture, and uh, it's all these different like history points, and why we do this, and what it says about this, and I mean, it was just fascinating, right? It, it really blew my mind. and gave me a way bigger appreciation for the art of what fashion is, right? You know, I'm not saying okay, wear a Versace shirt. Like, no, I don't like uh brand stuff, I don't like uh the designer that's just uh arrogant. Like, I think designer, like the, the materials they wear are are fantastic, right? But there's like uh small Italian brands that are a fifth of the price that have the same materials, right? Just not the name. That's what I recommend to get is good quality materials that fit you good because that stuff's going to last for a long time, it's going to look good on you, it's a good investment, right? Then In some shitty you know, $20 shirt from China that they'll break next year. Right. So like I look at that, like quality things made from, you know, good manufacturing. I'm not really into the whole, like, uh, Oh, it's sourced from vegan or, you know, climate this. And it's like, this is all hypocrisy, right? The fast fashion brands, they say all this kind of stuff too, like the Zara's and whatnot. And they're more wasteful than anyone in the world. And you know, fashion, there's a lot of hypocrisy too. No question about it. But um, and I also think it's an excuse for a lot of these people to to sell you like recycled shit just because it's all oh, it's recycled and you still gotta pay 200 euros for it. It's like, come on, you're 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 clowning me. You're like this is stupid, right? I don't mind fast fashion, especially when you travel. Like you'll go to the czar because is basically the designer look with shitty materials from China and Turkey, right? And uh you can get some good stuff for like 20 euro and oh, I just wanna wear it for you know, this trip, or I don't want to, uh, you know, if you're on the road and like a travel suitcase for three months, you know, you got to switch up the outfits every once in a while. Right. So I don't mind the Zara's. I don't mind those. I I don't want to, I don't buy anything that I think is going to be long-term because it's not, it's like for the season It's for like, you know, two months in the summer, I'll wear this shirt a couple times a week. Right. But yeah, I appreciate the Euro's sense of fashion and I wish the Americans would take a take it more serious, how they present themselves to, to each other.
1: Speak multiple languages. It's not uncommon to meet Europeans who speak four, five, or six languages fluently. This beer is very good. This beer is beer 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 They recycle more. Metal cans, plastic, paper, bottles. Europeans recycle more and take better care of their environment. In Germany, the government incentivizes you with 25 cents for returning an empty bottle. Empty water bottles can make you rich in Germany. Many Americans seem to throw trash on the streets without thinking about the consequences. 11. Coins actually matter.
0: Uh, what was that first thing? Uh, languages, yeah. It's really interesting. I try to pick up what I can, but I think I'm getting too old where, you know, it's harder for your brain to take in another language. Plus, I don't see the benefit. Like, I'd rather spend my time making money or... Uh, doing other things than trying to learn a language. Cause so I think in what, five, 10 years, we're going to have something where I can speak English and you can speak whatever the, whatever you speak and it'll be translated through a piece or Elon Musk brain chip or something like that. But um, you know, it is fun when you pick up some words and you can kind of speak. And the, the big crappy part is the person can never fully, fully express themselves. If you guys aren't fluent in the same language, right. Or if you're not fluent in their language, you can never really get everything out of them. Right. And that kind of hurts. But for the most part, you can have good conversations. You can just buy body language. They say is, you know, 80% of communication, the tone of your voice, you know, your eyes. Right. So, you know, you can get by. But when it gets like into the deep, deep stuff with someone, that's when it starts hurting. When you have to go to like a Google translator for a word or they can't, there's not a phrase in English for this meaning right and usually it's like the lovey-dovey stuff and and so forth but that's tough and that's why i I commend and i appreciate the europeans for speaking all these different languages i wish i could i think it does something really interesting to your brain they say if you uh speak different languages i think it like you know moves the neurons and shit and i think it it is good and i can i can notice it too when i try to speak italian or or, uh, different languages spanish uh it's just kind of feels different right and but I highly recommend if you go to a country, try to learn like, you know, hello or thank you or hi, beautiful, like stuff like that, that just kind of, it'll 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 go a long way if you just do that, right? You're not just coming in there and, oh, speak English, you know? And But most people do. Most people can't understand English or want to learn English. So that is another reason, too, where, you know, the people I meet, they're like, no, let me practice English. I don't want to, you know, have you practice Italian, right? Or whatever. Um... Oh, the recycling thing. Yeah, I think uh, the Euros are a lot more minimalistic. And um, what's that word when you care about things around you and whatnot? I don't know, like uh, intentional, something like that. But I don't think it's necessarily because they just want to, right? I think Europe is broke. Um, That is going to be kind of inflammatory to some people. Oh, we have free health care. We have this. And, you know, you guys get school shootings and and whatnot. It's like, no, like you guys have so many different social welfare programs that are keeping your country afloat. Um, You don't pay for the military. The USA has protected you guys for, you know, the last 70 years. There's a reason that, you know, a freaking suburban house is like, you know, 10 of your homes, um, you know, and they're built differently, right. Some are built, you know, in Europe with the actual good materials that last long and in the USA it's cardboard basically. But, uh, you know, this is a whole different discussion, but for the most part, Europeans have to make use of what they have. And this is cultural too, especially all the wars they went through. They had to, you know, you know, be smart to not waste things. Right. I personally do like to live, um, more minimalistic now of course through the the traveling and i like a clean environment especially if i'm in a clean place i'm i'm like okay i should pick this up and throw it in the trash right if i'm in a dirty place then it's kind of like oh you know what i mean but uh the more intentional minimalistic you know living cooking at home you know going to the supermarket like four times a week just to get what you need for the next two days right instead of going to the shopping uh, market and buying a month's worth of groceries like the americans do um yeah i like am I'm, I'm saying it's more necess- necessity than they just want to be oh we care about uh, the environment and we care they do i think they're crazy about it and it's what's uh, really screwed them over in this russia ukraine war because they tried going all the green energy and <laughs> they're still all ran by you know russian oil they're they're manufacturing and infrastructure but there's just a lot more to why they live in such smaller places Um, You know, the cities are obviously more compact, not as much land mass spread out. It's just the the minimalisticness of the Europeans is not necessarily because, oh, this is how we're going to do it. A lot of times they're forced to do it. And that's just a fact.
1: Don't lose your euros. This handful of coins is 20 euros or 24 US dollars. If these were quarters, it'd be about $3. See the difference? 12. Toilets have two buttons. This makes a lot more sense, right? Big one for poop, small one for pee, to save a lot of water every flush. Also, bathroom sinks are tiny. Like little kids. 13. Electric car.
0: Yeah, just, I don't like that at all. The coin thing. That's so annoying. Because so you could have, you know, a lot of... Oh. Not much anymore because the dollar is so strong. I mean, what he said now um, is probably like uh, 19 point or 20 euros is probably $21 almost, right? Because the the currency's gotten just destroyed. But that is annoying, dude. You could have a ton of money in coins and you lose it or, you know, and um, I like cash or the credit card. And that's the thing, too. They don't use much credit card, right? And obviously, the Americans are able to use credit card. Listen to the episode we did, Other People's Money. Because of uh, what uh, the banking industry and the Fed and everyone has created for the Americans to literally just get free money, export inflation, you know use credit like a maniac. There's no opportunity like that in the world to leverage money as you can in the United States. But in Europe, they just don't. like at, the rates are probably higher. a lot of them I think pay in cash for their, their homes or they a lot of places in Europe do that, paying cash for homes. There's no you know mortgage or, or whatnot. not saying everywhere. But uh, the Europeans, yeah, they like to pay with cash, which I love cash, okay? I love cash because the anonymity, right? The privacy, um, you know, you have it on you. It's not some weird digital ones and zeros on some internet that could just vanish possibly. Like, you, you can see it. You can feel it. So, I'm not saying I don't like cash, but, you know, I, I save a lot of money. I make, I get a lot of points by using the credit card. And the euros, is like, yeah, these, these coins, that pisses me off. I don't like how the coins are so valuable and... And uh, uh, another thing is, oh, many places in, um, in Europe, not necessarily in the West, only accept cash, right? Or they don't take American Express or they take certain credit cards or there's a fee on there, right? So it's not like as, you know, ooh, here goes my card, bone, paper, everything, but in some countries that's 100% what you use. You only use the credit card, like mostly in Scandinavia, right? it's connected to everything and the, the government can see every purchase they have and there's no money laundering. That's another piece about cash. You can money launder, right? Or you can uh, make money underneath the table and not pay taxes. Right? So yeah, I don't know if that was, that was kind of a tangent on coins, but uh, yeah, that's been my experience. I like it. And I don't like it cause I lose so much money with the cash. Right. And I'd rather just see everything I spend on the credit card, get my points for it. And um, what was that other thing you were talking about? Oh, yeah, the toilet. So going back to the minimalistic point, right? The, the bathrooms, I mean, my God, there's bigger bathrooms in USA than the Euros have for bedrooms, right? And like you said, I don't mind it. I live in it, okay? That's what I've been doing for a while now. And uh, I am I like being minimalistic. I don't feel I need too much, um, like living space-wise. You got to take care of it. You got to clean it. But, uh, yeah, it's just way tiny. You have a shower right next to uh, the bathroom. what's right next to the, the washer. And you got a sink. And it's just like you're, you're hitting the shower trying to take a shit. And it's, just, it, it's all over the place, right? And, yeah, I think a lot of Americans have problems when they come over, come over here and they're like, oh, my God, this is your bathroom? Like this is, in their minds, like third world, what you're living in, right? And it goes back to my points, like, you know, the, the Euros are very minimalistic for – Some reasons that because they actually want to be, because they value living life, which they do a lot better than Americans. The way of life in Europe is a lot better, but I think we're going to get to that later. But uh, a lot of other times it's because they're broke (laughs) and they have to live like that. And uh, it is what it is
1: cars it's more and more common to drive small electric cars in europe once again better for the environment and you can pull into these parking spaces and you charge it it's so simple 14. fewer trash cans i never had this problem back home but in europe it always seems like there's a trash can every two miles but believe it or not the streets are clean 15.
0: uh the electric cars uh... These little tiny cars they drive and it's just, I I couldn't be seen in one of those. Like, hey, good for you. You're saving money on the the gas because the gas is way more expensive, especially now with Russia. But this whole thing about the environment, okay? Like uh, I lived in Colorado, so I really got a deep appreciation of nature in the mountains. I highly recommend everyone go to Colorado. It is amazing. In Europe, I love going for walks and seeing green. OK, I lived in Bialystok, uh, the Polachia, the heart, uh, the lungs of, of Poland, green everywhere. Um, you know, I'm, I'm big into nature. You know, I love being by the sea. I like uh, hiking. I did a of hiking in uh, Brazil. But I think this climate shit is definitely a scam because you go to Monaco or you go to anywhere in the Mediterranean, you're going to see mega, mega yachts. OK, and these are the same people preaching, oh, climate, climate, just like everyone says, OK. The, the celebrities hey you know you need to s- stop driving your car as much well they take like 10 minute uh, private jet uh, private jets right 10 minutes they could they didn't want to go through tra- traffic right So it's just to me there's so much hypocrisy on it that I can't get behind it for that reason but I could definitely get behind it for like living. I feel way better being minimalistic, being one with nature you know, not being uh, net negative to the surrounding space, uh, around me. But, uh, yeah, I get so fed up with the euros and they start preaching this climate stuff. And then they end up in a situation like they are with Russia right now, where they're going to freeze the winter. You know, my buddy in the UK said he was paying hundred pounds a month for the electricity, the gas. Now it's 1200 pounds. So it's just like, yeah, be careful what you, you wish for. Right. Oh, the trash thing. So he said not many um, garbage cans. I see a lot. I don't know if that's necessarily so true. Cleanness? It depends. It really does depend where you are. Scandinavia, for the most part, is crystal clear. Um, Poland, surprisingly, has been one of the most cleanest places I've been. Italy's not. Italy's got graffiti everywhere. It's vibey. I love it. I don't feel in danger in Italy, but it's not (laughs) uh, clean. Spain not really clean. Um France, I've only been to Paris and Marseille and that was dirty. But um yeah, Europe is is not as clean as I, th- I think you think it is, but uh
1: Street signs are tricky. Can't find the street signs? Look on the building. It's usually there. 16. Dinner is an all-night activity. Expect to spend three or more hours schmoozing and eating with your friends at the dinner table. In the U.S., if we wait more than five minutes to get our check, we talk to the manager. Don't be in a hurry if you're going to dinner with Europeans. 17. 100%
0: 100% on the dinner part, but first, the signs, yes, even Google Maps messes up a lot because of how, you know, these cities are ancient, right? They were built before cars, most of these European cities, so they're not, uh, you know, weird streets, you know, tiny ones, um, the cobblestone, I mean, it's all fucked up, right? So, um, yeah, it's, sometimes it gets really tricky, you know, where you're going if you don't live there or if you're just visiting and... So you always got to get that local sim and hope to God that Google Maps are correct for the most, like, you know, developed part of Europe. It does work here where I'm at in Albania. It's so fucked up. Like everything is messed up on the Google Maps. Okay. The ma- or the dinners. Yes. Oh, my God. This is one thing I love so much. It's become one of my favorite things to do. I'm not a clubber. I like to go to a bar, you know, with a pretty girl. or But mostly I just like to lay on the beach. Okay. That's my vibe. But I will do... A long dinner with good people anytime. I mean, that is if you have good people with you and it's just a vibe and it's like three hours and you're drinking, you're eating, you're just shooting the shit, you're smoking like you know, underneath those lights at night, especially like in Italy, it's just it's the vibe. It is one of the best vibes you can possibly have. I appreciate it so much. I just love how they are so I think that word is intentional when, when they eat and when they experience things and they take it all in and Hey, you think it back to like USA, so let's eat, eat, and let's leave, right? You know, I think it's changing. I think, uh, you know, in, in the coast for sure and, you know, high-end places, they, they've gotten that uh, experience. That's what it becomes, right? It's not just eating. It's an experience, and the Euros do it amazing. They really do. They always like eat together too. In Italy, they would leave school and have lunch with the whole family, the grandparents, the cousins, like every day. I'm like, I mean, I haven't ate uh, uh home – a meal with my family since I was like five, right? Like the Americans just don't do it. You know, one's on the couch watching TV. One's working on the laptop. One is, you know, um, the family dinner is like gone in the USA, maybe in some parts, but for the most parts, I mean, the people I know, it's just, just not how it is. The only time you really have a family dinner is if you go out to eat in some, you know, Cracker Barrel or some shit and you go there and that's probably, that's for breakfast, right? Or you go to Applebee's and, you know, you quick eat and oh yeah, where's the check? Let's go, Right. Not the case in Europe, and I really uh, appreciate that.
1: 17, they love the outdoors. You'll notice this by seeing tons of parks and outdoor cafes all over Europe. They love their leisure time, and they don't use their phones as much as we do. 18, longer vacation. Many European countries, like France, have six or more weeks of vacation, or holiday as I call it. In the U.S., two weeks would be generous. So, what do you guys
0: yeah, the outdoors, yep. So that's that nature thing. They do live life way more intentionally. You obviously see the old people outside, you know, just sitting at the park, shooting the shit or going to the cafe, you know, having a, a coffee, walking around the city center, walking in the parks. I 100% agree with that. And I think it is amazing. I do love that. He said they're not as much on their phones. I don't know when he made this, but that is totally not true. Um, anywhere you go, you'll see people just like this. right? I see that all the time. You know, I mean, not, you know, yeah, I see that all the time. But they'll still walk around with each other and not be on their phone. But especially the younger people, they're on their phone nonstop. The vacation thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, it is quite nice. I agree. You know, five weeks, six weeks. It is amazing. You know, when Americans go on vacation, if they get a vacation when they're young and they go to Cancun for a week and spend two grand in an all-inclusive hotel and just drink like nonstop. It's pros and cons to both ways. Like I said, this is why one of the reasons Europe is broke, okay? Because they 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 created this this social program, you know, welfare that was very um, very much benefited from the United States protection, and it's collapsing, okay? The the population there's not enough younger people to fulfill these programs. The pensions are going to go. You see it everywhere. The retirement age has risen drastically, right? So there's pros and cons with everything, and you see the pigs the portugal spain greece italy they're all going to default if they raise the rates um there's some serious serious problems in a lot of european countries because of things like that okay where you know this is you know the euro life and we're just going to take everything easy and you know we'll we'll show up when we show up and we'll work and i'm not saying they're terrible workers okay there's lots of you know you know good business and and whatnot but the mentality is a far cry from what it is in the united states okay But on the United States end, it's to the extreme. And I've always said this. The United States is the land of extremes for good and for bad. But uh, in the United States, you're going to make a a shit ton of money if you work. And you're going to work. Okay. Now, if you get yourself in debt or you try to live above your means, which most people do, you're not going to feel like you have money, you know, compared to the Europeans who, again, live minimalistic and live intentionally. So they walk outside and have a coffee and that's like their activity instead of, you know. Going to uh, going shopping or spending all your money like after your nine to five and or buying a Rolex or you know some crazy shit, right? So, do I see these little long vacations happening in the future? I don't know. I really don't. I think uh, it's gotten very bad in many places in Europe. Surprisingly, the last like four years, I think Poland has been the most like up and coming country I've seen. This is where I see people actually having families, you know, not worried about uh, they're buying homes at a young age. Um, it's safe. They have good life too, but they're working. And I compare it to like the Italy's and the Spain's. And it's just like scary, scary times ahead for the euros. I hope I'm the best, but I think it comes down to this. If you can take the American mindset and live the Euro lifestyle Take the American opportunity, uh, exploit it, gain from it, and spend it in Europe or live the European quality of life. I think you're living La Dolce Vita. And if you really want to top it off, you do this in a third world paradise, okay? A third world paradise, I mean, some, you know, exotic beach location that uh, is safe because then, you know, you're living, you're making the most money, getting the most opportunity, the most delusionally confident, uh, you know. You're living this intentional, minimalistic, happy life that focuses on what matters in life, the Euros. And then you do it for just dirt cheap in some paradise on the beach. I think that is the real trifecta. Um, Yeah, like I said, I am so grateful I was born in the USA, but I am so grateful to live in Europe. But I wouldn't want to grow up in Europe. Okay, that pretty much explains... All of this uh, when it comes to minimalism, culture, uh, so forth. I think Europe is a place for you to enjoy life, not to make life.